Alright, welcome to the Control Room Podcast. I'm here with my man Trilla. Trilla man, bitch. Yeah, what's good, Trilla? How you doing, bro? It's good, big bro, man. We out here, man. Just working. Yeah, talk to the people a little bit. Introduce yourself, man. So, man, they call me Trilla Valley, aka Mixed by Trilla, aka Shoulda Went a Trilla. Where, where? I'm saying, you know, engineers out here giving y'all bad work. I'm saying, but um, shout out to you for giving us a platform, man. As engineers really need that, stick together. I appreciate you, man. Me and Trilla, we met. I'll probably say what, like three, three years ago. Yeah, about something three years like ago. that. Yeah. Um, actually engineered on a couple sessions of his. He's an artist as well. Facts. Um, so check out his music. Um, fire engineer. So um, welcome to the Control Room Podcast, bro. And on this podcast, I want to kind of deep dive, get to know you a little bit better. You know what I'm saying? Like, give me a start. How did uh, how did Trilla come about? How did you start in music that eventually led you to being a producer, engineer, artist? Where so the journey, son. I mean, I really started like rapping at first. I was a little younger, like 15. I used to go to my boy's crib, and then he then took me to one of his boys, and we was recording off like the fucking computer microphone on fucking uh, mixed craft and shit, son. So like wow. ever since that, yeah, I got the bug. And then um, I seen a commercial, bro. It was like a Dougie Fresh program. I can't, yo, I'll be trying to Google it. I can't even remember. It was a Dougie Fresh beat making program. And I remember watching the commercial, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck is this? I downloaded the trial. I was fucking with it. I'm like, damn, son, I want to make beats. I forgot how I found out about Fruity Loops, but I ended up getting it. And then I started making beats. I was like, I f- forgot about rapping. I'm making beats now. Started making beats, fell in love with that shit. And then um, I started, like, getting back into the rapping and shit. I was trying to make my own beats or whatever. And um, I had linked up with Sis, and, like, I just focused more on the beats. I was like, you know what? My man rapping. He good. I'm going to push him. We're going to develop him. And I'm going to just play the background. So I'm like, I was just making more beats, let him rap and shit. And then um, we started working on mad songs together. So then I just started coming out as an artist and shit as well. So so uh, how many years ago would you say this was? This shit was like, I could say like 2010 type shit. 2010. Dope. Yeah. So- so you guys formed a bond early on and yeah. then decided that you wanted like to craft the sound and, exactly. and do something with it and push it further. That's dope, man. So um, after you guys started, you know, cra- crafting the sound, um, bring me to the point up until where you and I met. So what was mm-hmm. happening between that 2010 era up until that maybe 2016 era where I met right. you? You know what I'm saying? What Between those six years, what was Trilla and Sis doing at this time? So like around... 2013, 14, we was working a lot, you know, making mad music together and shit. And um, I think like around yeah, 2014, 2015, we uh, linked up with Jazz. Um, through Jazz Sis- Poe. Yeah, Jazz Shout out Poe. to Jazz Poe. Shout out to Jazz Poe. Yeah, much love, Jazz. Big sis. I'm saying she look out to this day, man. Like, so no matter when, what time, she pick yeah. up for me. Like One of the most genuine, y'all. Yeah, definitely. man. Like, there's a lot of funny people in this industry. She's somebody I definitely keep close and Solid. keep in my pocket. No matter whether she's involved in what I'm doing or not, I always hit her up and ask for her opinion. Just you know, just to get that that outlook and shit. So we linked up with her because it's Sis Uncle. Shout out to Chase, my nigga Green Eyes, and um, we just started working since then. And I was just like I said, I was just making beats at the time. And then Jazz was, even Jazz was like, yo, what you gonna do? You gonna make beats or you gonna rap? Like, you can't do both, bro. I'm like, yeah. nah, I'm like, whatever. I'm just making beats right now. 
And then I just started getting on songs with SZA. And she was like, who's that? Is you? Oh, that shit fire. Fuck it. Yo, let's do this. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. I should come out on some, on some group shit or something. Yeah, so, it showed you had something at that time to convince her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, she was invested at that time. I had to, to prove to yeah. her. Like, cause she was like, man, just be a producer. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. So, exactly. That's dope, man. Um, were you producing the records as well uh, that you guys were on? Or were you producing for other people? And then the records that you and Sis were doing were pro- from other producers we would do um, we would do both um, most of the beats that I was making I would usually make them for him only so um, a lot of his music was your yeah, production exactly gotcha. and then when we caught a vibe I would I'll be in rapper mode so we would just be looking for beats and shit yeah Word. that's dope man yeah. um, at this time uh, were you landing any placements with your beats were you uh, you know working with any other artists besides Sizz as far as on the production side yeah like, I feel like, um, I mean, actually, the first, I guess, major placement to me was, it was through one of my boys, my boy Enforcer. Shout out to my boy Enforcer, KB. Um, his cousin is actually Oom P. Oh, fire. Yeah, so he played him some shit. They called me right away. He was like, yo, bro, what the fuck? This shit's fire. Nigga, I was working at T-Mobile, nigga. Niggas called me. I fucking stopped working with fucking clients from school. I was like, yo, give me a second real quick just to pick up the phone call so I could talk to homie. I grew up in the Bronx, like. Um, P is like a legend out there. Yeah, I'm saying so. Like that was big for me. Yeah, especially when he got on TV and shit and yeah, you know, did son. his thing. So and even even till now, like he's still grounding my nigga. Like yeah. still haven't seen his peak yet, bro. So like that shit was big to me at that moment, son. So that that's what that's what kind of kicked it off. And then um, me and Sis was moving strategically, so we was moving like a team. So what we would do, um, we was we was meeting up with a lot of different rappers and shit. And we ended up, you know, getting um. We'll, we'll get features and shit. And, but Sizzle will be like, yo, but you got to make the beat, son. So, you feel me? The shit. Yeah, yeah. The shit look good on all ends. I'm like, yo, bro, yeah. you know what? That's, that's bro shit. That's, that's how we was moving. No, that's dope that he was thinking of that way, exactly. too, to put you on. Like, were you featured on these songs as well as an artist? Sometimes. Sometimes I'll feature with shit. And then a lot of times, but I'll just play the background. I'll just make the beat for yeah. him. Yeah. But sometimes that's dope because either way, if you're playing the background making the beats, you're still a part of those records. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like you're a part of everything that's going exactly. on. Exactly. I'm good with that. Yeah, that's right. dope. That's dope as hell. Um, all right. So we spoke about your background a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I want to talk, get into like the engineering stuff now. Mm. Um, because you started getting into engineering because Facts. you were an artist, producer, I'm sure. It was like me where I was trying to figure out how to mix my music to make it sound better. You exactly. know what I'm saying? And maybe you didn't have the funds to always go to the top engineer. So you Word. like, fuck it, I'm going to learn it myself. You know what I'm saying? That's my whole thing. And sometimes like, not everybody like, like with you, I fuck with you. You was able to make me sound the way I like. Appreciate you, bro. There's a lot of engineers that is like, Damn, I gotta coach you too much. Yeah. I'm doing all this coaching. Shit, I might as well just learn how to do this shit myself. Yeah, 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 definitely. So that was the whole thing. And, and you know, you have a, as an artist, you have an ear for the way you want your shit to sound. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So you're more hands on than maybe the average person that just comes in here and just to make music or whatever. Exactly. You know? Um, so what led you to the point that you were like, I'm gonna take this a little bit more serious and I actually wanna enroll into school for this and, um, you know, learn how to engineer professionally mm. rather than, yo, I'm just going to try to make my shit sound better. I actually want to take this as a craft and mold nice. my shit, you know? Talk me through those points. Like, I felt like, um, I was like, okay, you know, I could be self-taught. A lot of people are self-taught. But I'm a type of person that um, I get distracted fast. 
I'm saying we live in New York. Everything is fast. A lot of shit going on. You're in the room with your boys. You could be recording something out of nowhere. You're in a fucking club or in a fucking flight somewhere. It's just crazy. So I'm like, in order for me to really grasp it and learn, I need to be in a school setting where I'm stuck in this facility for X amount of hours. Because it's just coming out of my pocket and I have to be here. If I'm not here, I'm just throwing my money away. I hate yep. wasting money. So I was like, yo, I, I'm going to force myself to do this shit. Yeah. And it wasn't easy at first. This shit was like, Crazy because they break sound down to like a molecule, son. Yeah, of course. So it kind of threw me off the first two weeks, honestly. I could relate to that because I went to school for engineering too. You know I are, right? No, I went to full sale. You went to full sale? Oh, yeah. shit, yeah. I went to full sale. My, Yo, my shit was different out there. They were trying to get a, catch me since I was like 17, son. <laughs> they caught me. Yo, I they caught me. But you, I, I don't regret it at yeah, all. Yeah, I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's just, you know, full sale is an expensive school, but I was able to get through it. Is that the I'm only still, downside, do you think? I think so. I think I also think that in this day and age, you might not necessarily need schooling depending on who you know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you know people in the industry and you're able to get like an internship at one of these, uh, you know, studios that are mm-hmm. popping like that, it's just a matter of time before an engineer calls out sick and then you're engineering these exactly. sessions. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's what I had to learn was that the networking aspect of it is so much more important. But with that being said, I made a lot of networking. You know, I did a lot of networking in school, and what? I'm still friends with these people. Bro. Like, um, you know, shout out to my man, Black Pearl. He's the baby's engineer. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? And he's doing his thing right now. He's getting plaques on plaques. And it's your homie. You went to school. Yeah, and I went to school with him. You know what I'm saying? Or like my man, Dave, he's out there in L.A., and he's um, Rob Deerdeck's assistant. Oh, so shit. he's on set of ridiculousness. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yo, so that's crazy. I have these people and this, this network and these connections of people that— I just genuinely fuck with because we got this bond that we went to school together. Like outside the music shit. Just, yeah, like I fuck with you as a person. I'm just happy that we're all doing our thing. You exactly, know what I'm saying? Man. So after school, mm-hmm. um, you then start working at a studio. Do you get an internship? Like right. what happens after school? All right, so like when I was in school, it was a little different because it's like I'm already like kind of doing shit, right? I kind of know people already, right? I was already fucking with jazz. You already introduced me to, like, a lot of people. So it's like, I'm already in the scene, more or less. Right. And we're in the crowd, whatever, whatever you want to call it, and shit. But at the same time, like, I'm still learning and shit, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. I'm still, I'm not looking at myself like, yo, yeah, I'm like, nah, son. Like, I'm ground one, like, with everybody. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying you, to get it. You just know that you're you're situated enough, but you still want to be educated enough. Exactly. So you got to bring both to the table. I want to you know? bring value because yeah. it's like, I could be in the room all I want, but if I'm not bringing value, I'm just going to be another person yeah, in the if, room, son. If you don't bring something to the table, you're not going to eat at that table. You know what I'm saying? And Facts. So. so it's like, I wanted um, I wanted to like intern at a stew, but then at the same time, I already knew, I was already kind of getting paid. Like I was working at like one of my boys' studios, uh, my boy Yap. He has a spot um in the Bronx called the Kitchen, and I was like like February started like I graduated April like February I already started like engineering there. Um, my boy actually Morale from Truth Studios actually wanted me to work at Truth, but at that moment, I didn't feel confident enough. Like January, yeah. I'm like I I know the program, but I'm not fast enough. Yeah, yeah. I want to know my shortcuts. I want to fly through shit. Yeah. I want people to be like, damn, this nigga's fast. Yeah, definitely. Feel me? So I kind of held off on that. I actually ended up getting my boy Keys. He's a dope ass engineer. He also works out of penthouse and shit. I got him the gig at that spot, and then um, they hit it off and shit. And he was doing his thing there and shit. And I was just chilling in the kitchen, and then I got better. 
And then I just started working like random places. People like will call me or like book me and shit. So you were doing like freelance stuff. Like, exactly, I'll like, do freelance shit. Like yo, I'm at the studio. I need an engineer. Pull up. Exactly. They'll gotcha, be like, oh, yeah. I'm I'm over here. Um, in fucking Brooklyn. Yeah. That's really kind of yeah. the way to do it for the yeah. most part. You know what I'm saying? It's your like, wrap up, bro. Yeah, that's how you gain your clientele. I was doing that for a while. I was doing that for a while for free. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And and sometimes you got to put that groundwork in in the beginning, gain that momentum, clientele, and then. You get to the point where you open up your own spot. You know what I'm saying? And let's talk about that. Let's talk about now you yourself are a studio owner. Right. How's that transition? How did that happen? And also, what did that moment feel like for you? Because I'm sure that must have felt like a sense of accomplishment where, Bro. yo, I went to school for engineering. I'm busting my ass trying to get these sessions. I opened up my own spot. Like, I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? Bro, so, was talk like, me through. Like, this year's been, like, crazy. Like, it's been fast, dude. Like... Congratulations. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Like, I fucking, like, I had my daughter February, and then, like, I, I fucking started engineering February. I quit my job February. I started, I was actually, matter of fact, I take it back. I was engineering, like, December, I think. And I think Mariah had me, like, November. Like, I was already engineering at the end of the year, and then I had my daughter February, and I, and I quit my, my regular jobs working at Boost. I'm like, you know what? I can make $20, $25, $30 an hour engineering. As long as I'm booked up, I could make this money. I just got to hustle for it. Yeah. That's really what it comes down exactly. to. Exactly. So I'm like, I added shit up. I'm like, you know what? I could afford to get a spot. Shit. But I didn't have the means to get it at that spot. I know I could, I'll be able to keep up with it if yeah. I get it. Luckily, I have my boy, my boy Fuse. That's my partner in, in TG Studios. Um, luckily, we was able to um, get the money together to get the spot. And I ended up getting the room over there at Yap's spot. And um, shit's been history since then, son. And it's just... It's, been amazing, bro. I've been recording like amazing songs. And, like the vibe there is good. Like as far as like me recording, they're like I'm mad comfortable there. Like getting my shit off. Like there's there's places that you f- like. You don't know the vibe is weird. Like shit be off. Like I, I feel good. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. That's dope. Yeah. Um, let's let's talk a little bit about like partnership. You know what I'm saying? You say you have a partner. I have a right. partner here as well in Studio 91. And um, aside from like partnering with finances and things like that, more of the importantness of like partnering with somebody to run the other side of the studio right. you know what i'm saying so like me and my partner we work as if he allows me to be the creative mm-hmm. he could worry about the bookings and like right. all that shit like that so um is it the same with your partner as far as like the balance um and let's talk about the, the importance of that because i think that does play a role you could do everything by yourself but right you know as an engineer you just want to focus on what you're doing exactly. you don't want to worry about the other stuff going on so let's talk a little bit about that so the way I got situated at my spot, I actually have um, we have a studio manager that we hired as one of our boys, my boy Sammy. So I have him take over this um, take care of this spot when I'm not around. Um, Fuse or I, people either like either hit us up for bookings or like just word of mouth for people just out on the streets on the block and shit, or just people that we know, or call somebody like yo, and then they'll hit us up like yo, the studio available, and then Fuse will call me up and shit, and uh, we'll book it up. And uh, my boy Sammy, he I got him running the page, so I kind of I kind of have him doing that. So me and Fuse, like we'll get bookings and shit, but um, we're more on the creative side. You yeah, know what I'm saying we'll come when it comes to create. I come you know, to record, to mix, or whatever, uh, to make the records, uh, set the tones, set the vibe, or whatever yeah. the case is. But Sammy, he would um, he, I, I kind of let him take care of the bookings and stuff. If I got any bookings, I'll just send it to him and I'll have him like put it on the calendar and shit like that. Don't you love that shit though? Because, like, it allows you kind of to be hands-off with that shit. Yeah, like, I don't really want to deal with that shit. Like, I want to just worry about making the music. Word. So, yeah, salute to them for, for taking God, on yeah. that role, yo. But I'm horrible, though, bro. Because I yeah. still, like, 
Nah, sometimes I'll Sometimes I'll, you know how it is, bro. Yeah, you just gotta forward it over to to, you yeah, know what I mean? Bro. Let your man handle it. Yeah, bro. Um, so I started this podcast for a number of reasons, right? Mm-hmm. But um I got this question that always seems to start coming up. Um so I wanna know the worst session you ever had. Worst and tell session. me why it was your worst session. Damn son. Yo, like I'm be honest with you, bro. My studio's in the Bronx. <laughs> from the bottom, Talk baby. Talk about it. BX. BX, baby. Yeah. I love it. But if you're from it, you, you know, know it. You feel and me? And if you know, you know. If you know, you yeah, know. that's a fact. So it's like, it's crazy. Like, um, I done had sessions that were like really bad. Like, yo, it was like a hundred niggas in the session, bro. Motherfuckers want the mic in the room. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, and, a lot is going on. And then on. they want to like, they want the approval of everybody else in the room and shit in order to move on from that shit. It's like, I'm telling you like, yo, this shit is fire. Yeah. Listen, nah. His man's watching him say it again. Yeah. Bro, like, your man is not doing nothing. He's in yeah, yeah, a bag he of just, chips falling, falling say, asleep off his hand. Yeah, bopping his head saying, yo, that shit sound good. Exactly. Or, yo, son, do it like this. Exactly, yeah, son. Nah. No type of credentials, right? And then there's other sessions where it's like, niggas will come to me with like half a page of lyrics, bro. And it's like, I gotta like, Put the puzzles together to make the song together. Like, yeah. make the song for the nigga. It's like, it's like um some Tesla shit, bro. Some um, some um, some autopilot shit, bro. He's just sitting there and I'm driving a fucking car for him, and I'm feeding him lines. He just he's a puppet. Yeah, but I mean, on the flip side, that's a good thing because that's why they come to you. You that's know what dope. I'm saying? But when we work so, together, it's the but when I'm when 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 I'm dragging you, it's crazy. Yeah, no, nah, I definitely feel you on that. Um. All right, so then now let's talk about like a life changing moment. Like, uh, was it the studio? Was that the the like the moment that you had where you were like, "Yo, I'm fucking doing it right now." But you did mention yeah. the um P moment, so was yeah. it that one? That was that was one moment. I think mm, what made me feel like I did it. I think I ain't gonna lie. Probably probably the first time I went to um, I think the first time I went to the Rock Nation building, I was like, "Oh fuck." Oh yeah, yeah. Like, what was that like? It's just the vibe. It's like, damn, son. Like, these people walk through these halls. Like, this is crazy. They sit here. Like, this is this man's room. Like, the fuck? Like, and I don't really get starstruck like that, but that's, like, something that's, like, I'm really trying to, like, be, son. And that shit was, like, amazing. When you got a passion for something and you, you know, you're around shit that inspires you, you know what I'm saying? It's it's good to to admire it, you know, in in those moments. That's a fact. Um, so yeah, man. Let's let's talk a little bit more about like what's going on with you now. Like w- what you got in the works. What you working on? Um, yeah. I know you got music as an artist coming out. Are you, are you producing records for other artists as well? Yeah, like um, I've been engineering so much. Like I slowed down with the beats, but I like I like like the last two months I got back in my groove. I um actually produced two joints for myself. I had dropped a song on Halloween. Um, I had made that beat and shit. Some shit called um I called it Halloween. Like like a hollow tip, yeah, hollow yeah, yeah, hyphen wean, whatever. So I dropped that shit. I've been more like, like if you know me, I be making more chill music and shit. I'm saying, I guess my my environment, shit I've been around now, I've been on some more savage shit. So it's like it's showing in my music and shit. So I just been making more like. Well, I mean, your music ultimately reflects your mood and right. what you're going through. You exactly. know what I'm saying? So that's just a reflection of your art. So exactly, so, nah, so I feel it's just you. crazy. We're gonna so. feel that, yeah, definitely. So um, and more engineering, right? Of yeah. course, um. Actually brought me to a good question. Do you ever feel like all this engineering hinders you from making music as an artist or producing because you got to spend so much time engineering? Um, at times, at times and shit. But it's like at the same time, 
I look at it um, in a positive light. Like, it's practice. Like, yeah. I'm getting better and better and better. So when I record my shit, I'm at the best level I could be. Cause I've been recording all these people. It's practice. Oh, that's so, a great way to look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Because now, and you kind of get in a ear for everybody else's music. So this way you could take all those ingredients and Bro, it's like form this subconsciously, yeah. yeah. I just be forming a whole bunch of different flows. And I know it's coming from me hearing all, all these different all these different artists and shit. And, and shout out to the bros. Like, bros got a lot of like upcoming artists right now. No, that's true. Yo, it's crazy. And these young kids, that's oh true. My God, like I'm pushing like I got these two artists that um that we're managing right now. Um Chubbs and G got it. Oh man, like these the future, bro. The future. That's what's up, man. Facts, man. They got it. You know, I do have one final question yeah. because you you know, you brought me to a point again. Yeah. Um how do you control your sessions? I think that's very, very Yo. important because um, before I, I yeah. let you answer that question, um, controlling your session ultimately reflects the person that you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? And what you stand for and your integrity. So describe to me what what is a vibe like? When I walk into a Triller session, how are you able to maintain who you are? Okay. So off the gate, I think off the gate just to um, break the wall down, with anybody, it's humor. Bro, you make a gangster laugh, that's it. That's true. No matter what it is. like Crack a smile, yeah. Crack a smile, yeah. he fucking with you. Yeah. You his man, he's shooting for you. Yeah, that's you true. You feel me? Yeah. So that's my, I guess that's my whole approach. Because I mean, I'm happy, I'm optimistic about life and shit. So it's like, I always got a positive outlook, I'm always joking around and shit. And a light note, I'm not a, I'm not, one, I'm not a disrespectful guy. Yeah. So I think that helps out a lot. And just being a professional, bro, like... If if you move like a professional, people are gonna act accordingly. If yeah. you out here like, like your fucking room's fucked up, you you don't know how to like, like you you you're not fucking like controlling the area around your session. Got people coming in and out of your room and shit while you're having sessions. Like you gotta control all of that. Yeah. You gotta feel that boss energy. I'm saying all that professional energy, so they know how to act around you. Like oh nah, this guy means business. I and can't they fuck respect around. it. Yeah. So now they ask you, yo, it's okay if I do. It is okay unless. Other than, yo, bro, I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want in here. Right. Nah, son. It's my shit. Like, yeah, respect, respect my me. shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm going to respect you. Yeah. I'm going to respect your music, bro, but respect my shit. Nah, I definitely, I definitely appreciate that answer because I feel the same way. You know right. what I'm saying? Part of the reason I opened up my own, my own studio was for that. You know, I want to be able to bring the energy that I want in here. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to. Control your own energy. Yeah, you control your own energy. That And that's very important when making music because nobody wants to work in those hostile environments. Yo, you bro, know, it sucks, man. No, for real. Um, all right, man. So, like, uh, anything else you want to plug before we get out of here? Um, let them know your socials, where they can find you. Um, facts, facts. Um, hit me up on IG. I'm mostly active on there. It's at Trillavelli, T-R-I-L-L-A-V-E-L-L-I. I'm saying y'all could always shoot me an email at mixedbytrilla at gmail.com. I'm always ready to work. I'm always down to work. You need an engineer, any any studio, I'm always down to travel. You want to come to uh, to my studio, you want to come to Studio 91, I'm saying feel free to hit us up. I'm saying, like, with a new wave of engineers, if you're with this, I'm saying follow us because we're trying to build a community around this, bro, and just stay positive, Thanks, bro. bro. No egos. Like, we yeah. got to help each other out yep. and watch the other. 100%, man. Yo, love, bro. Thank you for coming on once You're again. Ready. Appreciate Always, you, man. Always, bro.